Amen, amen. Good morning, everyone. If you're here for the very first time, I'm Ricky Yao, the senior pastor of this congregation, and I want to say thank you for taking time to being here on site, and for those of you who are joining us online, welcome. I'm excited we start a new sermon series that is titled, Then Sings My Soul. Uh, last year, I brought this um, a series because it was a, uh, the idea was getting a hymn or a song and bringing the story that goes along from the author of how they got to the point of writing that hymn or that song. Uh, next, there's a three-week series this year. Uh, next week is Here Again. It's a song by Elevation Worship. And then the story of uh, In the Garden will be uh, taking place on September 25th. Uh, today, I want to come up with a, one of my favorite hymns. Uh, it's titled, I Surrender All. And I want to go right into scripture here today. And we talked about what does this mean by uh, surrendering all. I'm going to invite you to please open up your Bible to the book of Romans. Uh, chapter 12, we reading verses 1 and 2. Uh, so Romans 12, verses 1 and 2. Uh, the Bible says this, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind uh, he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God, what God's will is for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I know that Anita already prayed for me, but let me just pause for a word of prayer before I continue on with this message. Uh, God, here we are today in, in this part of this service that we've given of ourselves to you of, uh, of singing through offering, through prayers. And now let us receive of your word today, especially as a hard topic that could be for some. It is about surrendering ourselves to someone else, especially as we surrender and look at surrendering all of us of ourselves to you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, to surrender all to Jesus, when we begin by uh, giving our bodies to God as a living and holy sacrifice, as the scriptures was just mentioning. The body in this verse means the whole person, your entire self, everything that makes you, you. For example, Jesus told us in Matthew 22, verse 37, he says, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart and with your soul and all of your mind. You must love God with all your whole being. It's the same idea. You must love God with your entire self, your very life, and you must be willing to give that life over to him as a living and holy sacrifice. But what does that mean? The sacrifice is holy because we are giving it to God. Living means we give it on an ongoing daily basis, not just this once and done deal. It is an everyday ongoing basis. Today I, have, uh, I want to look into uh, three scripture references, and I'm going to go. And the very first one is found in the book, in the book of Mark, chapter 8. And verses 34 through 37. If you don't, if you don't have your, a device or your Bible, the words will be up on the screen as well. Beginning on, uh, again, 34 through 37. 
It says, then calling the crowd to join his disciples, he said, this is Jesus speaking, if any one of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way. Take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake and for the sake of the good news, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? And it says, is anything worth more than your soul? And then I want to go into Galatians chapter 5, beginning on verse 19 through a piece of 21. Chapter 5, verse 19. It says, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. So how do you give up your own way, your old life? You give it up by centering your life, not on yourself, but on God. You give all honor and glory to him. You worship him in spirit, and in truth, as found in the Gospel book of John, chapter 4. And to truly worship him, you must turn away from the behavior and customs of the present world. You must not let God, you must let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. This means that you must be purposeful and intentional about allowing the Holy Spirit to control the way that you think. In Romans, another passage, Romans chapter 8, verses 5 and, uh, let's see, 5 and 6. Romans chapter 8, verses 5 and 6. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your minds leads to death, but letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. Now, brothers and sisters, you know, we, we're returning, returning back to the very first reading of Romans chapter 12, verse 2, true worship is living your life in acceptance to God's will. This is an everyday journey, and there will be missteps along the way. And in fact, if I asked you, have you had any missteps in your life journey, I am pretty sure and confident that every hand in here will be raised. But you must repent, allow the Holy Spirit to continue the transformation process. As you allow him to control your mind, changing the way that you think, and then you will learn to know God's will for your life. And you will know how to please him instead of displeasing him. The Bible does not ask us to be perfect, but it does command us to pursue his perfect will. And do not 
and do, excuse me, and to do what we must first do, and that is surrender all. Like the words of the hymn, all to thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. You know, when you, talk, when you think about songs and you hear them on the radio or throughout your years that you've sung a song, uh, sometimes we've got to look at the author and uh, what were they, God bless you, and what were they thinking about when they came and wrote those words? And, and I'm sure somebody must have arranged, musically arranged it to make the, the, the harmonies and, and melody and things on there. But there's a story behind it. And today, as I mentioned, the story of the hymn is titled, I Surrender All by Judson Van Deventer. I'm hoping I'm saying that correctly. But there's a, there's a write-up, a little testimony uh, that I want to read for you is, uh, that he wrote. He says, the song was written while I was conducting a meeting at East Palestine, um, Ohio. And in the home of George Sebring, the founder of Sebring Camp Meeting Bible Conference. And for some time, he writes, I had struggled between developing my talents in the field of art and going in full-time evangelistic work. At last, the pivotal hour of my life came and I surrendered all. His story continued on. I believe it took five years for him to make that decision. And many of you know that the, the years and, uh, uh, and time that it took for me to fully surrender before God's presence because I try to go away from pastoral ministry, as many of you know, but it came of a pitiful, uh, a pivotal point in my life that I surrendered completely. So when he says that at last the pivotal hour of my life came and I surrender all that a new day was ushered into my life, he writes, I became an evangelist and, dis uh, and discovered down deep in my soul uh, a talent hitherto. Am I saying that correctly? Hitherto? Hitherto be, uh, uh, unknown to me. Now God had hidden a song in my heart and touching a tender chord, he caused me to sing. Oh, to Jesus I surrender, all to him I freely give. I will ever love and trust him in his presence daily live i surrender all i surrender all all to thee my blessed savior I surrender all. When God is putting a song in your heart the same way that he put a heart on his life. I appreciated the, uh, what Dr. Hahn, a distinguished professor of church music at Perkins School of Theology, he wrote about this hymn. He said this, one of the characteristics of many gospel songs is the repetition of a key word or phrase of the hymn. Each of the five stanzas in this particular hymn of I Surrender All begins with the line, all to Jesus I surrender. 
The refrain, or some people will call it the chorus of the song, includes the phrase, I surrender all three times in the melody, and, 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 excuse me, and an additional two times in the men's part. This means that the one who sings all five stanzas would sing the word surrender 30 times in this hymn. The other key word, all, would be sung 43 times in this hymn. The stanzas all revolve around the key word, and uh, stanza one stresses the complete surrender. All to him I freely give. Stanza two, the, the singer forsakes worldly pleasures. Stanza three, prays to feel the Holy Spirit. Stanza four, as for Jesus' empowerment to be filled with thy love and power. And the final stanza, the singer feels the sacred flame, an image of the Holy Spirit. The results of feeling Christ full salvation is to sing glory to his name. Oh, to surrender. But it's certainly not easy. I'm not referring to how people don't want to surrender to a thief or an abuser. I'm not talking about surrendering your rights as a U.S. citizen today. I'm talking about surrendering to the one true God for all that he has done for you and for me. We are told that before you and I were born, God did something very special. Something that we didn't deserve. He sent his son to die for us, to give us life. And the life he gives does not rely, uh, only refer to the life after death, but the life that we can live each and every day that he gives us. Oh, what a gift. But you must surrender to allow him to come into your heart and life. And that's not easy all the time because you've probably been hurt by, quote-unquote, letting down your guard or surrendering to somebody else. And so it's difficult for you fully to to surrender all to Jesus. But ladies and gentlemen, let's remember that although Jesus surrendered his will to God the Father and his experience and his life, it wasn't an easy thing to do. And so therefore, I invite you to please open up your Bible to the book of Matthew chapter 26. I'm going to be reading verses 36 through 46 to share with you just what happened to Jesus as a great example for us because he surrendered his will to God the Father, and we find ourselves here, verse 36. Then Jesus went with them to the olive grove called Gethsemane, and he said, sit here while I go over there to pray. He took Peter and Zebedee's two sons, James and John, and he became anguished and distressed. He told them, my soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. He went on a little farther and bowed his face to the ground, praying, my father, if it is possible, let this cup of suffering be taken away from me. Yet I want your will be done, not mine. 
And then he returned to the disciples and he found them asleep. asleep. He said to Peter, couldn't you watch with me even one hour? Keep watch and pray so that you will not give in to temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Then Jesus left them a second time and prayed, my father, if this cup cannot be taken away unless I drink it, your will be done. When he returned to them again, he found them sleeping for they couldn't keep their eyes open. So he went to pray a third time, saying the same things again. And so ladies and gentlemen, as we read here, we see that Jesus not only said, Father, not my will, but thine be done, not once, twice, but three times which gives us a a, a great example even in our own lives that sometimes we don't surrender all right away. So don't give up and saying, okay, I'm going to surrender something. And, And until you come to a point, a pivotal moment in your life that you can freely say, I surrender all. Here Jesus went three times. Then he came to his disciples and said, go ahead and sleep, have your rest, but look, the time has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Up, let's be going. Look, my betrayer is here. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus surrendered his will to God the Father. But we have also have to think when he surrendered his will, what was the result? The result was betrayal. The result was humiliation. The result was pain. The result was suffering. The result was that he was crucified and that he died. And you're probably saying, well, you know what? If Jesus is going through that, I don't want to surrender. I don't want to go through pain. I don't want to go through suffering. I don't want to go through humiliations. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you that when you give your full your life and surrendering over to God, it doesn't mean that everything else is just going to work out all right. We're still going to go through those emotions. We're still going to go through issues in our lives. But here's the beauty giving your all and surrendering your all to God. It is through Jesus and only Jesus that he resurrected. It is through Jesus and only Jesus that we can experience salvation because he surrendered his life to the almighty God. Surrendering our will to God and God's power that works in us and through us and for us. We too can also surrender all of ourselves to Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. Surrendering our will to God. And that's what we're surrendering is our sinful nature. Surrendering to God our addictions. Surrendering to God the things that what we already shared in Galatians 5. When you can say that you are surrendering 
sexual immorality, surrender impurity, surrender lustful desires, surrendering hostility, surrendering quarreling, surrendering jealousy, surrendering outbursts of anger, surrendering selfish ambitions and surrendering dissension and surrendering uh, 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 division. Surrendering envy and surrendering drunkenness and surrendering wild parties and surrendering all other sins like these. So why wait to surrender to God another day? And here's what happens is sometimes we even say, okay, I think I'm going to surrender to God, but I'll wait. I'll wait until my marriage is healthier. I'll wait until my kids grow up and they're out of my house. I'll wait until I get my degree. I'll wait until I am debt free. But truth be told, those waits are excuses for us to continue living the life that we want to live because we don't want to surrender. And those excuses... It's a life that wants to hear about God but not fully know him. It leads to a life that only talks to God when you need something that benefits you and I. But at the same time, not fully giving of yourself for all that he has to offer. Truth is, is that we will never really be ready. But he gives us the choice. So what will you be surrendering to God today? And you're saying, I can't wait any longer. God, I'm surrendering that you may say, Oh, to thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. Let us pray. Almighty God, all to Jesus I surrender. Make me Savior, holy thine. Let me feel the Holy Spirit and truly know that thou art mine. Lord, I give myself to thee. Fill me with thy love and power. Let thy blessing fall on me. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as uh, we try to do this once a month, we're, I'm going to move over to the table of communion. I'm going to ask if the lights on the sanctuary can be uh, lit up a little bit. If you did not pick up your... Uh, little wafer and a little cup disposable cup please raise your hand on high because our ushers will go around and give one to you they look like these okay make sure you raise them high i want to make sure that you have an opportunity to join us the body of christ in remembering what christ has done for you and for me 
The same Jesus, as we heard about, that he gave up his will and to the Father is the same Jesus. Right before he was crucified, the day before he was crucified, he was having a meal with his disciples. And part of that meal, he took the bread and he gave thanks. He then broke it. And he told them, take and eat, for this is my body broken for you. He then took the cup. He gave thanks and he told them, drink from it all of you, for this is the blood of the new covenant poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I love to say every time we have communion that this is not a denominational table. If you're here for the very first time, whether you're a member or not member of our church, we put all that stuff aside. This is Christ's table that is set before you and is done so by way of invitation and never pressure. But before we take communion, let me pause for a word of prayer. Let us pray. Loving, most gracious God, we come before you and thank you Thank you that you remind us that Jesus set the example of surrendering all. Even when the Bible is saying that he did it three times, you know the anguish and uh, what he was going through and the, and the distress that he was, his life was going through. And we go through that at times. And we know that when we surrender to you, it doesn't mean that everything that things that we're not going to experience pain or suffering or hurt. But God, we're so thankful that we do have hope that when we're going through things that we can go to you because we surrendered all to you that we receive the peace, the love, and the forgiveness. And God, in fact, we just pray, God, for that we, you, you forgive our sins. As we remember what Christ has done for us, as his body was broken, his blood was shed for our sins. And we come together today remembering not the things that we have done, God, but what Christ has done for us. And one of the things he did was to teach his disciples how to pray. And we continue with that prayer when he said, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.